I read a quote recently. Benjamin Franklin said, this is probably not exact, we, we get wise too late and we get old too early. Isn't it true that in our lives we, at one point or another, as children, I don't think there's an exception, we all thought our parents were full of baloney. Oh, they don't know what they're talking about. We really don't want to listen to them. Is it true? I know I did. I know my kids think I'm wrong all the time. But it's true. We don't necessarily believe in what they're saying. But when we get older, when we get a little wiser, we know that they were right. We know that they were telling us the truth. Why would they tell us anything that wasn't for our own good, right? Why would they give us anything that wasn't for our benefit, to keep us safe, to keep us healthy, to keep us nourished? They were right. But it's too bad we didn't realize that when we were younger. If we only had that wisdom when we were young. So Benjamin Franklin's uh, quote is pretty true. I think the th same thing goes when I was uh, reading all these readings in preparation for today, those kind of thoughts occurred to me. You know, they didn't believe Jesus. They doubted Jesus. The devil was in competition with Jesus. He wanted to supersede him and take over. We do that today too, because we get busy with our lives, don't we? We get busy, we don't always listen. We don't always take to heart what we're called to be or what we're called to do and what we're called to profess and act like. These readings really talk about it very well. In that first reading, you know, the Book of Wisdom, it talks about Jesus didn't create us. God didn't create us for the, so that we die. He didn't create us that we're destructed. He created us to be like him in his image and likeness. And that's goodness, and that's wonder, and that's love. But that guy called the devil got in there and persuaded some things to go away, and death entered the world. But then Jesus came and saved us. He shed his blood for us. He renewed us. And we still, to this day sometimes, and we all do it, I do it. We all do it. We don't necessarily listen well. We don't necessarily follow. But that's our journey, you know? We have to listen. We really do. We have to follow. We have to get with Jesus. And it's a relationship with him. It's not about a drive-up service. You get your, your stuff and you leave and you come here on the weekends and you go out into the world and do what you want. It's a journey. It's an everyday journey every minute intentional journey. It's just so very true. In the second reading, he talks about, for know the gracious act of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich for our sake, he became poor. We're called to do that. And there are many people out in the world that do things for others in a very quiet, very faithful way. And there are things that are done that we'll never hear of and we'll never know of. And that's what we're called to be like, to be poor in spirit, to give to others. It's not talking about wealth and all that other stuff. It's about giving of ourselves. 
and giving of our wealth, giving of our time, giving of our knowledge, anything that we can give to help those in need. Look at in the gospel. They doubted Jesus big time, didn't they? Now that little girl was dead. They thought she was dead. And he rose. He, he brought her to life. They doubted, but they, then they were astounded when they saw that act of love, that gesture of bringing her. But the really impactful one is, I think, the woman who, she was suffering with illnesses for years and years and years, and she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I'm going to be healed. Act of deep faith. That's the kind of faith we're called to be like, the kind of faith we're called to have every day of our life. It's a hard thing to do. It's easy to say it. It's easy to say that's what we need to be like, but it's hard to live it every day. I know that because I have a hard time living it every day. But that's what we're called to do. Have that faith in Jesus. Have that faith in him. He will cure us. He will be there for us. Let's be downright honest. He's our father. He's our brother. Why would he just like our parents, lead us in the wrong direction? Why would he tell us things to do if it wasn't for our own good? Why would he have us do these things if it wasn't for the benefit of all of us and all of creation of all of mankind? He's that father figure and that brother figure to lead us down that road. And we're called to be like him, to live like him, to try to do the best we can Again, we're not perfect people, but we're called to live that journey each and every day and each and every minute of every day. When you come to communion today, that's, this is that service. That's that food for the journey, the body and blood of Christ. It should nourish us today and every day so that we can go out into the world to live the way the Lord calls us to live. It's that stopping point of the week to recollect to give thanks and to go out into the world to serve and to give and to be poor in spirit so that we can give to others. We do believe in Jesus, that's why we're all here. We do believe in God, that's why we're all here. Take the meal, digest it, think about it, and as we get up on Sunday and we get up on Monday and the rest of the week, go out into the world to do one thing good one thing for somebody else. And it, pays, it, it does pay it forward over time. That's what we're called to be. May God bless you.